Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800 Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Now, today's show is going to be really cool because we have a special guest who specializes in sports stars relocation. In fact, that's the name of his, his company is SportsStarRelocation.com. Ah. His name is Sean Spanik, and we're going to be blessed to have him on on the next segment, and he's going to talk about what it's like to represent uh, athletes when they have to relocate oh, because that happens you know, a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, not only just between teams, but just like coming, let's say, right out of college, well, and free agency, trades, yeah, yeah the, everything, the, yeah. the whole gambit. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have him on on the next segment, and uh, at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, today's theme is 1980s World Series. I figured we'll get our last minute World Series in before uh, start back to football again. Cause covered a few of those, 1981, 80, 88. Unfortunately, the two World Series I covered, actually three. But two of the three were Dodger wins. <laughs> and I'm not a Dodger fan. Well, then were you happy the Astros yeah. won? Nah, not really. I, yeah. I Actually, I was rooting for the Dodgers. You know what's funny? So was I, even though I, yeah. I like Altuve and uh, oh, some yeah, of the other guys. Yeah, you know, I just thought the Dodgers had waited too long. But, of course, the Astros have never won it ever. So, you know, hey. Ever since the Colt. Colts of 1962. Colt 45s. Colt 45s. That's, right. That's it. Okay. Um, today, uh, let's see, I'm sorry, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are still currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate, mostly in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, very conservative loan-to-values, and it doesn't get any more conservative than that. you got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Uh, you can listen to Sports Econ 101 on Sports Byline USA, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and hundreds of stations across the country. And weren't we uh, for a while on Armed Forces Radio, too? We're still, we're still oh. on Armed Forces. That's there why we go. have hard breaks, there which means go. we're going to have to go to a break right now. Those military guys want you out at a certain time. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Very know. specific. Yes, okay, yes. you're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. When we come back, we're going to have Sean Spanik on the line.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. You're invited to share in our uplifting celebration of togetherness and community this holiday season at Transcendence's Broadway Holiday Spectacular. From the creators of Broadway Under the Stars comes this inspiring holiday spectacular featuring performers from Broadway shows such as Wicked, White Christmas, Les Miserables, and many more. Packed with holiday favorites, showstoppers, and modern twists on some of the season's most heartwarming songs. Reserve tickets now at broadwayholidayshow.com. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com for more information. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Don't wait until Black Friday for a great deal on the floor you want. Get a deal now and get it done before the holidays at Lumber Liquidators. Get wood-look waterproof floors up to 46% off. All water-resistant laminate is 10 to 29% off. Get all quick-click engineered hardwood on sale and all easy-to-install bamboo on sale. More from $0.59 plus special financing and professional installation. Get a deal now and get it done before the holidays at your local Lumber Liquidators and LumberLiquidators.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Now, we have a special guest on the line, Sean Spanik from SportsStarRelocation.com. Uh, Sean, welcome to Sports Econ 101. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate uh, it. Absolutely. So, uh, first of all, what is SportsStarRelocation.com, and how did you get into it? Well, Sports Star Relocation is a company set up to assist athletes from the four major league sports guys with all of their relocation in every major league city nationwide. So when athletes are drafted or traded, or we got guys beginning seasons uh, or ending seasons like we just had for baseball, we basically have a network set up nationwide to uh, help with uh, all the above. I mean, from soup to nuts, guy, player, family needs uh, help with their rental or purchasing a home or selling a home or uh, relocation, car transport, household good move. 
all the above. Um, that's kind of the beauty of the way that the network was set up nationally to make that whole process seamless. And how, how did you get into it? So um, I actually, um, I run my own independent boutique-style firm called Spanic Real Estate down here in the South Bay. And um, back around 2006, 2007, I had attended a real estate conference in San Diego that was being hosted by uh, one a very well-known uh, real estate trainer nationwide named Mike Ferry. And before attending, I had uh, heard about this gentleman named Ed Kaminsky, who was uh, kind of one of Mike Ferry's um, show ponies up on stage, if you will, um, one of the top producers in the country, who I'd heard through the grapevine was about to try to take his sports star relocation brand that he had started in the uh, late 90s, specifically in the L.A. market. He was looking to grow it out nationally. So the timing was perfect. I was introduced to Ed. We hit it off. I gave him my sports background, and um, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm actually the Bay Area's absolutely going to be a, a big market for us because of uh, six major league teams there currently, and I've got another partner down in Arizona named Ted Peterson, and um, really looking for some support and help to uh, put a network together, but not just a network of realtors. We were looking ideally for uh, realtors and brokers in these major markets that were athlete savvy, if you will. Okay. And what I mean by that is uh, basically just really knowing the communities in relation to the practice facilities and the stadiums that these players and their families should consider because um, the theme we pretty much see for the four major league sports is that athletes typically don't want to be uh, farther out than a half hour from their facility. <laughs> good, take, luck, uh, good luck with that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you, if you take Levi Stadium, for example, and you're starting to see this through most of the, the league for the NFL, most of the practice facilities uh, back right up to the stadium these days keep things uh, simple for the players in their lives. So if you look at a 49ers player, um, those that are familiar with like the Silver Creek Country Club or the Rivermark community in Santa Clara, minutes away from their facility, and then you start to get into the uh, more high prestigious single-family home neighborhoods of your Las Gatas, Saratogas, and your Willow Glens, where a lot of the uh, Sharks and Niner players and those sort of guys like to reside. But um, we network at a lot of different levels. Uh, we're very embedded in with the teams, their sports agents, their wealth advisors. Uh, we have a lot of movement and uh, activity that happens amongst our network. Uh, the beauty of it is, is that as a player moves from point A to point B, if I have a player leaving my market and he gets picked up by the Dallas Cowboys, for example, I don't even have to think. It's a real simple handoff to allow that boots-on-the-ground realtor in my network to execute on their end. Hey, back up for just a minute. Uh, you said your sports background. What, what is that? So I, I was fortunate uh, coming out of high school, I decided to pursue football, and um, I played a couple years at Foothill College as a wide receiver, and then at the time um, was making the leap to, from uh, Foothill to Chico State back when they had a football program. I actually had uh, found myself in a pretty interesting situation. I was taking a speech class at Foothill. Um, this is right after completing my second year of football. And knew I was going to be committing to Chico State and was looking to take my off-season regimen to the next level. And believe it or not, I had a gal in my speech class at Foothills who said, John, you should come in to my gym, uh, Powerhouse Gym in Redwood City, um, this week if you have a chance. I've got a lot of the 49er guys in there that are in there pretty much every morning, from huh. Jerry Rice to Dana Stubblefield, Sean Dawkins, uh, Raymond Ferris, as we know, the longtime trainer for Jerry Rice. And it was a very kind of a quiet uh, group that was in there very early in the morning. Uh, they would typically train at uh, Menlo College or Stanford's fields for the uh, kind of on-field workout. And we all know the, the, the hill workout that Jerry and his group would put in that grind in the offseason they would put himself through. 
So I really, uh, that very next morning, I didn't hesitate. I woke up super early in the morning, went in the powerhouse gym, and the first guy I see on there is Ricky Waters spotting mm. uh, Jerry Rice on the bench press. <laughs> and I kind of worked my way around, got kind of a day pass in the gym, and kind of met some of the different guys. And um, Dennis Stubblefield actually was kind of the one who knew what I was trying to do to take my off-season regimen to the next level. And that kind of parlayed me into uh, three consecutive years of working out with those guys in the off-season. So it was, uh, it was it's kind of neat to have on the back end now and my, my working career to have sports built into my real estate career. What yeah. a fascinating uh, yeah. career that you've developed here. And I'm, I'm curious, uh, you, you know, we're talking to Sean Spanik, who is located here in the Bay Area, but you deal with with athletes nationwide. I'm curious, you know, the, the big challenge of bringing somebody here to the Bay Area is finding uh, afford, not for, affordable housing because athletes are making good money. They can afford whatever they want, but they don't want to spend a, a ton of money. Is it more of a challenge here than just about any place with the exception of maybe New York or Chicago? Yeah, you're absolutely hitting on the head. It is a lot of sticker shock, especially for these young kids that we see that are uh-huh. coming out of these Midwest or these southern markets and they're coming into, I mean, A, a they're not familiar with the Bay Area. There's a lot to consider here. And uh, just trying to find really that, that market where you can get the best bang for your buck. Um, those that have the wealth advisor, you know, a good wealth advisor voice in their life, we find that uh, the tendency for a lot of these guys coming into the barriers to maybe rent in the very beginning. We even advise them to rent. We're not trying to sell anybody a piece of real estate necessarily right away. Get them comfortable with their surroundings. And then down the road, if just, you know, based on the playing contract and the term and how much money we're talking about, um, if it really makes financial sense for them. There's a few factors that kind of play into it, too. I mean, how much time do they even want to spend in the Bay Area once the playing season's over? Um, you know, if you look at a guy like Michael Crabtree, for example, who came in with, you know, years when he came into the league and started with the Niners, still to this day, that's a player who has never owned real estate here in the Bay Area, but yet he owns back in Texas, tax-friendly state, more bang for your buck in um, owning back there. So we do see quite a bit of that as well. And since we're everywhere, it's we're we're able to help guys like that. So a guy a guy like that who who plays now he plays uh, for uh, Raider the Raiders so again another Bay Area team. Where does he stay during the week in general? Yeah, so it, it really differs case by case. Some guys want to be you know roll out of the bed two seconds from the practice facility. Hmm. Uh, in which case we're talking about Oakland for a Raiders player that Bay Farm community. It's two seconds to the facility slash airport and. Just in that general uh, vicinity, guys would want to reside there. And then you have others that want to maybe move out to your Lafayette's, your Walnut Creeks. Your San Ramon has been in Dublin, has been a big area across 580 there for a lot of the Raiders guys. But what I mean is, uh, is he, uh, do they they just rent an apartment? Um, they stay in a hotel? I mean, a hotel would get a little expensive and, and you can't really spread out yeah. personally. Yeah, if it's a rental, um, which a lot of the time it is in the beginning, it'll be uh, a, a rental that's uh, just run with a 6- to 12-month term um, just to take care of their needs for the season. Gotcha. And like I said, if you have some players that are going to know they're going to be here for a while or uh, others with uh, raising families, for example, a lot of the San Jose Sharks guys over the years buy, buy, buy. If you take your uh, Patrick Marlowe's, your Joe Thornton's, your uh, – um, you know, guys like that, they've, they've built some monstrosity homes where they've actually done from ground up because they know their kids and their families are going to be here for the long term, and the, the Bay Area is, their, is now their full-time home. Before we take a break, I, I wanted to, to sort of segue to that. Uh, you mentioned the family aspect. I mean, so many of these young athletes, even in the mid-20s, late-20s, have a wife, have a couple of kids. I mean, that 
that complicates the whole situation and, and makes it a little more difficult, I think, a little more challenging for you. Yeah, and when we get back let's, from our break, we're going to have that. we're going to have, yeah. have Sean uh, Sean talk uh, about that a little bit more. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'll good. give you a good, kind of a good live example when we get back. Okay. Definitely. All right. So here's our first uh, commercial break trivia question. Again, we're talking the 1980s uh, World Series, and Sean, if you know the answer, don't say anything until we get back. <laughs> One time we had a, a guest answer the question before Blurted we went to break. It out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've been known to do that myself yeah. a few times. Sean. Yeah. All right. Here's our first question: Who became the first First player ever to have multiple home runs in a World Series twice. That's our question. That's a good one. All right. When we come back, uh, if you don't know the answer, I'll give you a hint, and then we'll oh, give the you're answer You're going to have to again. give me a hint. Uh, even oh, really? I co- well, even though I covered a lot of the 1980s. Uh, I, okay. I, I, here, here's your hint. I'm drawing a blank. It, it was in the year 1980. Ah, okay? okay. All right. So that helps right. a little bit. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Our special guest, Sean Spanik, is on the phone. We're going to go to our first trivia question. Uh, who became the first player ever to have multiple home run games in a World Series twice? In the 1980s. Yes, in the 1980s. I'm, you know, I'm going to let Sean take a stab at it, but you mentioned the, the, the hint 1980. was 1980, and the 1980 World Series was, of course, the Phillies' first championship. They beat the Royals, so it had to be somebody from the Philadelphia Phillies of 1980 or the Kansas City Royals. And I'm, that is correct. Yeah, I just okay. have to figure out which, which yeah, guy. Sorry. You want to <laughs> take a stab at it, Sean, while I'm sitting here? You know, you, know, you have 50 guys to choose oh, from, right? Man, yeah, that's right. Anybody, anybody you think uh, might be there? I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, no idea in my end, guys. Yeah, it's I, funny because I, I, you don't th- you think of him as speed rather well, than a, uh, yeah, than a home I'm, run hitter. Okay, you ready? Willie, Willie, the, Willie Wilson? Willie, oh, Willie Akins. Willie Mays Akins. Willie, is that what his middle name? Is? Willie Mays Akins. Willie Mays yeah, Akins. Yeah, he always liked to be referred to as Willie Mays Akins. Yeah. Although Kansas City team was great, now. Frank White and George Brett and yeah. Paul Splitorf and Dan oh, Quisenberry. Yeah, remember Split Dan off, Quisenberry yeah. had yeah. A, had a brief uh, run with the Giants uh, before before he tragically died. I think of cancer. Yeah, he was only about yeah. forty five. He just right. out of the game. Anyway, anyway wait, so, I digress. But well, we, we were we were talking to Sean a little bit about um, relocation, and then that's your specialty: getting the athletes to to different uh, markets and getting them in a comfortable situation. And, and we were alluding to the fact that you know you bring along uh, most athletes, not all, but many. Uh, in their mid-20s even, bring along a family, bring along a wife, a child, two kids, maybe even a mom or a dad. Uh, how does that complicate the challenge of relocating these athletes yeah. to different markets? Because yeah, you have schools to think about. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we have all that stuff unlocked. I mean, the school part of it is a big piece, as you can imagine. Um, I'll give you a, a live example, not to name drop, but I think I'm comfortable using this example because it's recent. Um, we're actually our group, and I, I call this kind of a complete uh, sports star move, if you will. Um, we know that Eric Bledsoe from the Phoenix Suns was just relocated and traded to the um, Milwaukee Bucks, and that's something where NBA and these trades that happen, whether it's towards the beginning of the season or midseason, they happen at light speed, and within 24 to 48 hours, these players have to be in their city. The player has to go and has to just basically wave the, the girlfriend or the wife and the kids goodbye and say, hey, I'm going to have to catch up to you, and the, the wife is, is left with a lot of these things and the stress to have to handle on the back end. So basically, um, first phone call I make is really to worry about Eric getting secured with a rental um, for the balance of the season to start. So I'm on the phone with my rep in Milwaukee, uh, someone who deals a lot with the NBA team there and the Brewers, etc. And he has to go to work on finding a house situation that will accommodate the family. We don't know always right away if the family is going to be making the move, depending on the ages of the kids right away, or if it's something that's going to kind of happen maybe you know, a little bit later in the season, again, depending on age. And then on the back end, uh, I made my next phone call is to call my rep in uh, Arizona, Ted Peterson, who deals with all the Arizona-based sports teams, and kind of see, okay, so what's going on here? Are there cars that need to be moved? Uh, what kind of furniture would need to be moved out to Milwaukee? Um, is there a house that potentially needs to be sold, which it looks like there would be? And I really, again, you guys, we just leave it to the local experts in the markets to handle all that. So mm, yeah. I, I kind of start the front end. I pass a lot of it off to the back end, and then it's for them to execute and just basically address the needs. And, um, again, with us 
being in these different markets, it's very easy for us to execute with our vendors and get them situated because of how we're set up nationally. It's interesting. You mentioned Bledsoe. I was uh, I work at night at, uh, on a local station doing the sports updates, and and that was a sudden move. Uh, Precip- precipitated by the firing of the coach. Bledsoe wasn't happy. He tweeted he wanted out of there, and within 24 hours they accommodated him. But it did, as you mentioned, it did happen so suddenly that that, I would think, would make it a, even more of a challenge. Whereas, you know, if you have a couple of weeks, it's the end of the season, a guy signs a free agent contract, he's thinking about it, it's not all going to have to come together right away. Yeah. So this this is a, you know, this must, for his family, if he's got any wife and kids, this is going to be a, a real uh, source of stress, I think. Yeah, and you know, guys, it's just as stressful for the agent of the wealth firm that, that yeah. he's working with. Sure. It, it, we're the first phone call for his wealth firm, and that's also where the production and the opportunity came from for this particular player. And they know that Sports Star Relocation handles this nationally, that it's with one phone call, and they just basically lay out all the various needs that him and his family has. We're able to mm. knock it down yeah, one by one. Yeah, I could, I could just see, you know, it's funny, you know, uh, for us who aren't on the front lo- front lines, you know, we don't really think about it that much. Oh, okay, guy gets traded. Okay, well, he gets traded, you know. But all the stuff that you're talking about, this behind-the-scenes stuff, I can, I can just imagine all the stress that goes on. And for these athletes and their wives, if they just have to make one call and get all these various uh, aspects taken care of. Well, and he was talking about uh, Joe Thornton and I think you mentioned Patrick Marlowe, who was with the Sharks for 19 years. Now he's back up in his native Canada playing in Toronto where he's finishing off his career. Yep. I'm not sure if he's moved up there permanently. I get the feeling that he probably is one of those guys who has properties in both in both countries. But I mean, uh, you know, if you've got a guy who's been a part of an or, of an organization or a community for many many years, and suddenly you know they're either cut loose or they decide at the end of their career, like a Frank Thomas, for instance, who came from Chicago and signed with the A's briefly and played with them for a year, that uh, that that could be an interesting uh, challenge for you guys. Yeah, and you're bringing up, Bruce, some good examples with the guys that you're mentioning from hockey because Patrick Marlowe, Dan Boyle is another one where these guys had been with the Sharks organization for so many years and just with the kids growing up and in the schools, etc. They knew going in that if they were going to consider another team um, at this point in their career, they would be keeping their house or, in, in their case, building yeah. houses that would be here for the long term. And then the cities they were going to, and in, in, in Marlowe's case, um, you know, the um, – Toronto uh, Maple Leafs, and then Dan Boyle, of course, to finish his career there with the Rangers. Those were just going to be short-term rental situations on that end, and then come back to the good old Bay Area when they're finished. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, how many times do you see a situation where, you know, especially if a guy thinks, I don't know how long I'm going to be with this new team. <laughs> you know, honey uh, and kids, just kind of stay where you're at. I'm going to, you know, go to the other state and play. Play, it by ear. play yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting you bring that up, and not to interject here something really no, quickly, right. though, but I remember a guy named Ray Durham who played with the Giants yeah. for about four or five years. And Ray, when he first moved out to the Bay Area, and he was in his 30s by then, um, you know, his family stayed back in, I think it was in Chicago, Chicago or wherever they lived. That's where they and he was, after the game, you never could talk to Ray. We, we used to call him cell phone because he was always on the phone. I finally asked him, I said, Ray, I don't, I don't mean to pry and be rude, but, you know, you're always on the phone. What they had you, cell phones uh, back then? Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this is like in 2003. <laughs> oh, okay. They were the much more modest version, 2003, 2004. Yeah. And Ray said, well, I'm talking to my wife. You know, I never see her because wow. she doesn't want to move out here. Yeah. And uh, I was just thinking, wow, you know, that's got to be tough, uh, the separation. And I think a pro athlete's wife probably, uh, you know, accepts that, but that doesn't make it any easier. So you, that's another part of your challenge, I would think, Sean, is, is trying to get the family yeah. moved as, as, as comfortably, as quickly, with with as little trauma as possible, if that, if that is possible. 
And Bruce, you know, once again, you're bringing up a good example because let's just play the card. Let's just say Navarro Bowman would have considered a team back in the Midwest or the East Coast rather than picking the Raiders. I mean, we know that that was pretty much uh, public knowledge. He, you know, the whole reason that made a lot of sense for him was just a simple route up 880 and have to drive a little bit farther to work rather than going cross country. And the kids, I mean, he made that black and white clear in the papers that, you know, the family had a lot to do with it because. Had he made the leap to a team in the Midwest, you know, like the Packers, for example, he would have absolutely been leaving the team or that team, his, uh, his uh, family, rather, at least behind for a bit to um, make sure he had the school piece figured out. You know, you can't just yank your kids out of school right away. You have to kind of think that through and yeah. will that be the best move? And, you know, do I want to come back to the uh, Bay Area once the bye week hits? And that'll be my one week during the season. I get to kind of come back and visit my family. So all those, all those sort of things play a factor. You know, it's interesting. You talk about like the sticker shock and I, I think about in the business world, you know, you, you get these people from the Midwest who say, <laughs> man, I just got a job paying $65,000 a year in the Bay area. And then so they come gonna, and they, and they yeah, find out they get can, you a one bedroom. No, uh, they, they can pitch a know, tent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know it's, it's, it is crazy. I mean, we forget here in the Bay area, just how, and again, we have 7 million people. This is the, I think the six, largest market uh, in, the, in the country. So that, that also, I would think, moving athletes here, now granted, they have a little more flexibility because most of them have some money, but still, I mean, the accommodations that are available, for instance, we know how difficult it is to find any kind of a place to live in San Francisco, let alone the, let alone the outlying communities. Well, well, not only that, but I'll bet you get a, a varying degree of uh, um, people who are, you know, athletes who are um, somewhat um, frugal. Oh, yeah. Versus the ones who are very uh, free with their money. Yeah. Right, Sean? Absolutely. I think the guys, you know, if you use baseball, for example, the guys who are just starting to work their way up. I mean, I remember the days in dealing with a Brandon Belt type before he signed his big deal with the Giants and just the the budget, if you will. Who who was the player again? I'm contract. Sean, who was the player? Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and um, you know he he and and, and uh, over the years is you know once the contract was signed, just like a lot of these Giants guys, because of the single family home neighborhoods and more that 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 kind of neighborhood with the, the kids running around and type of thing, these uh, Giants players and their families, a lot of them have considered a lot of these various communities in the East Bay now. So anything from Arinda to Lafayette to Wana Creek um, and beyond, uh, they've really started to settle in there. They can get a little bit more bang for their buck over there, but have a traditional single family home where you yeah. can. You know, rather than trying to come in and squeeze your suburban into a tight space in a <laughs> yeah. San Francisco condo sort of a property, you at least you know you can park your couple cars in the driveway in the garage, and you've got the nice big backyard for the kids and the dogs to run around. So, those are all considerations. I'm starting to see a lot more of those guys head over to the to the East Bay. Yeah, it's interesting. I was just thinking the Giants for a number of years when they moved into the new park uh, had some kind of agreement with local real estate, or maybe they owned some of the the buildings, but they would accommodate their players with apartments and condos. Literally right across the street. I remember Philippe Bailu, who, of course, you know, doesn't have a family anymore. He's sick. He was in his sixties. He he had a nice apartment, literally right across the street from the ballpark. So that was kind of an interesting situation. And I guess the single guys probably would love that kind of a yeah, of an yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hey guys, we're going to cut to our second commercial break. Good stuff. We're talking here. Second trivia question: Which pitcher set a dubious record in the nineteen eighties when he became the first pitcher ever to lose three games in a best of seven World Series? That's pretty. That's an interesting question. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's our question. Email Edward at sportsecon one hundred one dot com. The answer to that question. We'll see if you're the first caller with the correct answer. And don't touch that dial because Sports Econ one hundred one will be right back.
invited to share in our uplifting celebration of togetherness and community this holiday season at Transcendence's Broadway Holiday Spectacular. From the creators of Broadway Under the Stars comes this inspiring holiday spectacular featuring performers from Broadway shows such as Wicked, White Christmas, Les Miserables, and many more. Packed with holiday favorites, showstoppers, and modern twists on some of the season's most heartwarming songs. Reserve tickets now at broadwayholidayshow.com. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Anchor.fm is a great new platform that has some of the coolest audio on the planet. You'll find Rick Tittle's Comedy Spotlight and his interviews with all of today's biggest comedians, plus the best in politics, music, and more. Anchor has it all. And if you want to get in on the action, you can start your own station and be the DJ you've always dreamed of. If you're looking to launch a podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to begin. And with so many ways to interact with your listeners, you'll be destined for greatness. So check out the Comedy Spotlight and more at Anchor.fm. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time. I'm Edward Brown. I said that last time one more time. So one more time again. Two more I'm, times. Two more times. Edward Brown here <laughs> along with Bruce Second McGowan. time. Third time. Right, whatever. <laughs> it'll, it'll, yeah. We'll eventually get to yeah, the we'll end. We'll get there. And our special guest, Sean Spanik. Uh, second trivia question. Which pitcher set a dubious record in the 1980s when he became the first pitcher ever to lose three games in a best-of-seven World Series? Now again, I, I'm... Okay, Somebody who covered here. a lot of that. Uh, 1981. 1981. Oh, it had to be somebody on the Yankees. Tommy John? Uh, no. And in fact, uh, it wasn't Ron Gedry. No. I covered the 81 series. And I it's funny because I, I only remember this guy as a uh, relief pitcher. Um, no, no, no. Let's see. Was he with yeah. the Yankees? Uh, yes, he was. He had to be. Yeah, had the, to be because the Yankees yeah. lost four <laughs> games to two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ed Figueroa, no, no, no. George Frazier, George Frazier, yeah, I, no, he was he him. was uh, a part of that rotation. The, the the Yankees had a great run from 
about 76 through 81. Yeah. They won, I think they won five divisional championships, four pennants, and two World Series. Reggie Jackson was there for a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, Dave Winfield was there for the tail end of it, and you had Ron Guidry and Willie Randolph. And, but, but this, uh, 81, know, was the, the year, finally, the, the Dodgers. That was the strike year. They, they oh, half the, right. Not a half the season, but two, uh, oh, yeah. two months were wiped out, and the Dodgers uh, won in six games. Fernando was – that was oh, Fernando's right. rookie oh, year. Oh, that's right. He won, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm still did. upset about the 94 season, though, so we won't talk oh, about that. Oh, that turned baseball fans <laughs> off. Boy, I'll tell you. you. You remember 94, right, Sean, how frustrating that was if you were a baseball fan? Oh, absolutely. Especially if Matt Williams was on the record. Oh, he was on a record he, pace to break to Babe break Ruth's, Ruth's yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> break Roger Maris, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give Roger Maris credit, the late, great Roger Maris. Come on. So we're on the phone. We have Sean Spanik of Star, excuse me, SportsStarRelocation.com. It's a specialty firm that helps stars, um, the athletes, relocate. And what's great about that title is it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, if, you're, if, you're a ba- if you're an athlete, I would think you look at that, oh, that's the guy I need to get in touch with. Well, that's the thing is how do they know you except for maybe you've been in touch with the various agents? Yeah, so we that's the nice thing, again, about having the team set up nationally in the various markets. Um, these are realtors and brokers in all these cities, but it gets kind of set up uh, much like reps from any industry where we're able to basically match local sports agencies and wealth firms and, of course, the local teams so that each person in their prospective market can just basically walk through the front door of an office and sit down and have lunch or a formal business meeting or a cup of coffee or, wh- or whatever the case may be and uh, get that FaceTime in and grow the relation that way and because we always stress that we're national, um, all of our reps have their individual relationships. And when the person calls and says, hey, I know you guys are national, I've got a client that needs help in XYZ city and state, we execute from there. So it's pretty easy. You know, I, again, I think that, that the key in nowadays, especially with the Internet, is something like LinkedIn. And, you know, granted, word of mouth and face-to-face is, is great, but, but it is such a global world we live in where everybody is, is connected through the Internet that LinkedIn and all of these uh, different apps, you know, they probably make your job a lot easier because you're able to connect with people you, you would never, in t- you know, 20 years ago, you'd never be in touch with, you wouldn't even know existed. Absolutely. And we do use LinkedIn at times to get in, in touch with specific people. Um, we're, we also try to be pretty active at the, at the big events. I travel quite a bit. I was just in New York, um, had a chance to meet with um, this Players Tribune that Derek Eater started um, with basically talks about you know athletes and their kind of off-field during their playing careers. Uh, could be drug-related issues they might have had while they were playing. It covers a kind of a gamut of, of, of topics, if you will. Had a couple agencies and, of course, his um, Players Tribune firm that I met with. Um, Super Bowls, All-Star Games I try to attend. Um, there's the things like uh, NFL where you'd want to be at the senior senior bowl in Alabama or you want to be at the combine because at both of those sort of events you're going to have the agents and the wealth advisors that are really taking the business seriously and they're out there doing it. So, of course, we want to stay in front and, of guys. And, uh, well, A, I could think that the, the agents would just love you. Uh, <laughs> but also, are there restrictions? Like a lot of times, you know, agents, there's a, a, a limitation as to when they can uh, talk to players. But is there a limitation for you? Um, there really isn't. Um, there, there are no guidelines or anything that's set up by the league dictating anything to us. I mean, if basically us reaching out to them or them reaching out to us, there's, there's nothing that, um, you know, we, we don't have any direct relationships with the league offices, so there's um, really nothing out of bounds for us in that regard. I'm curious. I'd love you to personalize this a little bit. Can you give us a story about an athlete that was a particularly um, challenging move that you had to make 
and, and the genesis of it, you know, how it started and, and, and how it finished, and, and obviously a happy finish, if you, if you can, uh, about, you know, and, and somebody fairly well-known, because I know you've done this a lot, but just to give the, the people listening an opportunity to kind of figure out exactly what, what you do and, and the, all the process you have to go through. Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I am putting you on the spot. Is there? Is well, there again, one? You're not going to. You know, don't don't name the well, personal basi- names. But yeah, just, basically, you know. what I'm asking Sean to do is to tell us a story. If if you if you feel comfortable doing that, if not, it's not a big deal. But I just am curious because I know a lot of our listeners. Um, you know, so many of these athletes uh, are just names, but they they carry you know a lot of cachet. Some of these guys, these big names, and maybe yeah, they, maybe I, this isn't a big name. Maybe this is just a regular journeyman I guy. I don't mean to repeat. I don't mean to repeat the earlier story. No, no. You know, this Eric this Eric Bledsoe example really is that's that's a great example because it's recent and it's something where again we're we're handling so many different pieces of that, and it's it needs to happen so quickly mm. with him getting to his next city. So. Uh, you know, we get that phone call, and um, the lo- fortunate for us, um, you know, Eric was joining the team on the road, which buys us a little bit of time. And whenever we hear of a trade and the guy's going to his next city, if he is going to join the team right away, it's ideal for us to hear that he's going to join the team on the road. And in, in, in Eric's case, we find out that he wasn't going to be back uh, in Milwaukee, so I think Friday or Saturday for his next home game, in which case buys us a little time before he would, you know, he'd be able to move in. I have a great story for you guys back from – some of the San Francisco Giants years, um, Pat Burrell was oh, a yeah. uh, referral back in those uh, World Series years through uh, via Barry Zito. And I remember when Pat got the nod that he was going to be signing with the Giants, um, he was another example of a guy where I was I had a little bit of time to find him his flat in Marina. Um, he was joining the team in Cincinnati and basically told me, say, hey, I'm, I'm not too complicated, but I am going to, I want to be something near Chestnut and and a uh, fun little vibrant little pocket there if you can find me a flat and uh, something decked out that's furnished. Uh, I'm going to be with the team in Cincy, but I am going to be back there probably within the next two, three days. And when he got back into town in the San Francisco, I had him a place that was completely decked out, furnished. Um, everything was dialed, and he was happy as a clam when he got to the bay. In the marina? In the marina. Wow. wow. And that, now, for those that don't live in the Bay Area or live in Northern California, the marina is really one of the, the great places to live, one of the more expensive places to live. It's right along the San Francisco waterfront overlooking the Golden Gate Bridge. These guys, yeah, you've got to ask these yeah. guys what their budget is, though. Yeah. Well, right? hey, I mean, money shouldn't be a major object, I would think, in this day and age, Sean, although a, a lot of these guys, as, as Edward was mentioning, come from modest circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, in Pat's case, I think it also depends on what the team is going to be actually picking up in the beginning. If there's a team absorbing the first in a rental scenario, is the team because of the trade happening so quickly going to absorb maybe that first month? That that might play a factor. In Pat's case, it was more about just having something that was ready to go because he was pretty adamant he didn't want to be staying in a hotel when he got back to San Francisco. It's so much nicer and such more peace of mind when you can settle into a place that feels like home rather than you know going into the Marriott or something like that when you get back. Well, and how do you decide? Like you said, it's all decked out. I mean, the taste in furniture, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we have a couple furniture partners that we have out there, and what we'll do. And in, in past case, I was able to send him uh, just a couple uh, different looks of what the furniture uh, layout could look like, and it's kind of a package deal, if you will. And he was able to just kind of select what he was happy with. Okay. And how do you, if you're a little personal question here, I mean, how do you charge for your services or how do you guys make money? Yeah, we basically have, um, if it's a rental or household good move, car transports, that sort of thing, they all have their individual fees. We have our, what we call a bundle package. So if you're going to need all of it, it's kind of all wrapped into one figure. 
And then, of course, the real estate transactions take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if we're, we're helping an athlete buy a property, for example, I mean, as, as we know in the state of California and, and many of the states across the country, the seller pays all commissions. So it, I'm, I'm going to know going in what my buyer's commission is going to be if I help an athlete buy a home. I would think in one, of the, one of the things, Sean, that probably helps you out, and, and again, not to, to knock these guys because, hey, look, we'd lo- all love to be in their position in terms of the amount of money they're making. But mo- it's not that money is no object. But it's not a, 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 an impediment. In other words, you know, you you move to another city and you're not thinking, oh, geez, I got to shell out, you know, a couple of hundred grand or whatever it is. They've got the money, so that that makes it a little less stressful, I would think. Yep, it does. And that again, going back to that Bledsoe example, I mean, his wealth advisor usually they're the ones that are, are kind of putting the the, the the squeeze on being careful because they're the advisor. They want to look like the good guys managing sure. money. Sure. They t- they, they, them being aware that this was happening so quickly, they said, hey, you know, money really is no object at the moment when he gets to Milwaukee. Plus, we're not really talking about one of the more expensive markets in the, in, in the, in the country to begin with. Yeah, Milwaukee is a nice town, but it really is a big, small town, and, and it's yeah. in the Midwest, so yeah, I would think you can get a lot of bang for your buck in a place like that. Yeah, also, in a situation like that where it happens so quickly, the most important thing is to make sure that the athlete is happy. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, he's got he's got to Or the wife right is in, happy. Or the wife is yeah, happy, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got he's to go and, and play ball. He doesn't want to be <laughs> consider, you know, concerned about how much of the utility bills this month. Yeah, no know? distractions, yeah. in other words, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, Sean, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. We'll uh, definitely have to have you on again. Um, Great pre- stuff, Sean. Is yeah, this very a fascinating uh, kind of career you've carved out for yourself here. Yeah. I think you've really got a specialty going, and it sounds like you're, you're, you're moving along well. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think the general public's always kind of fascinated and, and, and really kind of wonders how this all happens behind the scenes. So hopefully I could give them a kind of paint that picture and give them a snapshot of how it works behind the scenes when they move around a bit. Oh, you so certainly you, did. Yeah. Well, you're, you're mostly working with uh, baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. Uh, do you ever get any soccer stars? We do. We do. Okay. Actually, it's funny you bring that up. Ed uh, Peterson, who's uh, our, one of our partners down in Arizona, has been working quite a bit with the new MLS team down in Arizona. And, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty in with the MLS guys. We do work with a little bit of golf, get some European oh, yeah. guys from time to time. And, um, and then we've got some crossover naturally because of our, our corporate office down in Manhattan Beach, California. We've got that crossover into a lot of your Hollywood and entertainment and musicians and that sort of thing. Oh, great. Gotcha. Yeah. Again, Sean, thanks again for being our guest. Appreciate it, guys. Great, great talking to you, Sean. That 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 was a great uh, topic. You know? Yeah. I just never. I it never occurred to me. What do these guys do when they move? I mean, the the uh, complications that can come up because we all know. I mean, I've yeah, in my young career, I moved six times. You know, but I was in my twenties. I was single. single. I didn't have a yeah. lot of money. I didn't have to worry. I did it all on my own. But you know, if you yeah. have a family and you have you know kids and you got a you know mother-in-law and you got sure. cars and whatever i mean that's a lot of stuff to move yeah and i mean just thinking about like you know guys who are in the business world who travel a lot for business but they always just come back to home yeah well know, and he also alluded to, to hollywood and musicians i mean you, you think of the number of people we're not yeah. just talking pro athletes there's a lot of people in this boat that uh, you know that are financially well endowed but also do move around a lot yeah no, that's yeah. a very yeah. good point okay all right, so we're going to cut uh, to our third commercial break. Final here. break. Final break. It yeah. goes fast. I'll it tell does. When you're having a good time, time goes fast. I, it, yes, it does. It does. But it's not going fast for the 49ers, though. It's, uh, this uh, season can't go fast enough. Oh, they feel, don't you feel sorry for, for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, the general manager? They, uh, they inherited a mess down there. And not, not to take anything away from those players, they're trying their best, but not only are they beaten up, they just don't have a lot of talent. 
And it's it's going to be hard to go into the next week and go. I mean, no matter, even if we win, we're still not going to make the playoffs. But I, I guess you got at some point you got to look at individually and go. You know what? I, I got to make sure that I am not cut from the team. Well, that's that, you year. know the fans say, oh, uh, you know, tank the season, we'll get the first round draft pick. But you know, a lot of these guys aren't going to be back next year. Athletes, they don't want to lose. They're thinking yeah. right now about a win. Kyle yeah. Shanahan doesn't want to go zero and sixteen in his rookie season. No. And then again, for the individual players, you know they they can't look bad, or else it's gonna yeah. not good for yeah. next year. Okay, yeah. last trivia question. Again, we're talking nineteen eighties. Uh, I've, stru- I've struck out. Tw- I mean, I've taken two strikes already. Okay. We're swung and missed swung. already. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be strike three if I don't get this one. Okay. Which player became the first ever to hit five hits in a World Series game? Five hits in a World Series so, game, and it happened in nineteen eighties. Wow. Do you need a hint on that one? Yeah, I do. I'm having a tough time today. 19, that's, that's 1925. The, no, I'm just kidding. It's because we're talking 1982. Yeah, yeah. 1982. That would be Cardinals and uh, the Brewers. The Brewers, that's right. Ah, I think I know. Okay, before before the Brewers went to the uh, National, National League. League. That's, that's right. right. They should oh, still changes. be in the American League, and they, Houston should still be in the Exactly. Yeah. Okay, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client.
client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today. Now, this time it's the last time for today. I'm Edward right. Brown, your host. <laughs> last time for today, but not forever. That's right. And my uh, my favorite co-host, Bruce McGowan. Your only uh, co-host. So you no, that's have, I true. better be your favorite. Uh, yeah, you, you are. Even if you weren't my only one, you'd still be my favorite. Oh, you're too nice. I am. Okay. <laughs> Which, uh, I'll give you the money after the show's Yeah, thank here. you very yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, last uh, trivia question. Which player became the first ever to hit five hits in a World Series game? I'm surprised that this took until the 1980s. Well, you mentioned 1982, and that was the Cardinals in Milwaukee. And my old friend, and I call him my old friend because I've known him for a long time. I haven't been in touch with him for a little bit. Uh, but he played with the Giants. Uh, great player with the Cardinals. Bay Area native. East Bay native, and I'm, and he was MVP of that series. I'm going to guess Willie McGee. Now that's what I would have thought ah, too. The outfielder of the Cardinals, and he was a, I think he was a second year player. Not Willie McGee. No, Vince, not Vince Willie Coleman. McGee? No, no, he it, wasn't, was, it wasn't for the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, he's from Milwaukee. Yes, Gorman Thomas, uh, Ben Ogilvie. Uh, well, who's who's probably the most famous one? Oh, for the Milwaukee yeah. Brewers in '82. Yeah. But but you know what Harvey's Wallbangers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, they call yeah, those guys. That's right. um, actually, I, I you think of a more of a Twins player. Oh, uh, come on, God. come on! Oh, I'm uh, initials PM. I'm still drawing a blank. Paul Molitor, Paul Molitor, oh, who is now the manager of the Twin. Oh, and a great guy. Yeah, he seems like a really, oh, really good guy. And he and Robin Young, I got to know oh, them yeah. in spring training. Wonderful guys. Yeah. Okay, you know what? We're going to cut out. Uh, here's our thoughts for the day. Pain is temporary. Quitting lasts forever. Ooh, that's a good one. And who said that? Well, I just did now, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. It's a- okay. Amy Monimus. No. Oh. <laughs> I, no, I actually I can't remember who said that. Okay, yeah. and beautiful things happen when you distance yourself from negativity. Ain't that very the truth. true? Everybody can be cynical and down. It's very easy to do that. It's it's much harder to look for the positive. And don't forget, it's five percent of what happens to you, ninety five percent of how you react to it. Good point. Good point right? yeah. Okay, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long. <laughs>